Shandere Kandoro Pakarie Shandere Shandere Shirata Handere Konda Shandere Konda Basindaraota Shandere Keshe Harie Yakara Harie Rakaya Sandere Kunde Shande Ondale shelem bandarota roca shendere kere Harie aka Harie akaya Handere konde shandere konda bakaria katata Oh oh Handere konda shandere katata. Handere konde basandere ya sambare ya shara. Handere konda basandere kata. Hamboro shondere sati karaka. Handere shonde pakaria kata 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 kata. Handriaka. Sangaro. Shembari sandere kete. Ambro shandere lura te kere koushare kambalakati chire kere kashire. Harie, 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 harie. Jesus, thank you. We love you. We love you. Handirie aka. Onde bashurie kembarea. Ambarakundera shandere kere kere. Oh, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Shandere konde basandere kete kete. Harie, harie kao. Shandere kolombariata kata. Harie, 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 harie. Harie kemba sandere ke. Hambara shunde pariakata ka. Hmm. Hey, Shandere katakata. Oh, hallelujah. Shakandere ko. Do you know that worship is a form of warfare? As we sing in the spirit. Hallelujah. As we sing in the spirit. As we call the Holy Spirit. 
to this environment, to the atmosphere. Let us thank God for the ability to worship him. Let us thank him. Let us ask God to send his Holy Spirit to the atmosphere, to this atmosphere, so that we can completely be consumed by his presence. So that we can be consumed by what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. Not by what we want to happen, but by what the Holy Spirit wants to accomplish. Amen. It is not I. It is not I, but it is the Holy Spirit who calls the shots around here. It is not you. It is the Holy Spirit. So let us ask this Let us ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Each and every single one of us were bought with a price. We were purchased with a price. Your life is not your own. Your life belongs to Christ. There's a song that I love to worship the Lord with. And it speaks exactly to that, to the fact that your life is not your own. Hallelujah. I was bought with a price. Now I'm no longer mine. I was bought with a price and I'm no longer mine. No, I'm no longer mine. I was bought with a price, and now my life is no longer mine. My life is not my own. It is not my own. It is not my own. No. Hallelujah. Jesus, you purchased my life. When you saw Shandereke one day, Jesus, you purchased me. You purchased my life. My life is not my own. When your blood was shed on the cross for me, so that I could even sit here to have the opportunity to worship you, how fortunate am I? How blessed am I, Father God, you purchased my life. My life is not my own, it is yours. It is yours to hold. My life is not my own, you purchased my life. When you were sacrificed for me, when you were sacrificed for me, my life is not my own. <coughs> Hallelujah. 
delivering me. You are delivering me. Ah. Oh. Mm. You are delivering me, Lord. <coughs> mm. Thank you for your deliverance, Lord. Oh, whatever came up just now. Oh, you've delivered me from it. Thank you, Jesus. This is how the Holy Spirit works. You cannot worship the Lord with a heart that is affected by darkness. You cannot worship Him with hurt in your heart, with sadness, even if that may be how you're feeling. You have to come to the Lord with a clean heart with no intentions of your own, with no agenda. And he will bless you. The Lord just delivered me. He just delivered me. Whatever was in my belly for the past week, causing me diarrhea, causing me stomach pain, he just Jesus just delivered me from that in the middle of worshiping him. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that is in your body that has been causing you pain, that has been causing you sadness, that has been causing sickness in your body, at the sound of my voice and with the power and authority invested in me, by the Holy Spirit sent from Jesus Christ. I command that sickness out of your body. I command that ailment out of your body. I command that cancer out of your body. That diabetes, that sickness, that skin condition, that glaucoma, Whatever is in your body that is causing you pain and sickness, I command it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Cough it out. Spit it out. Pee it out. Poop it out. I command it out in the mighty name of Jesus. I command it out. I command it out. And as I pray for you, is I command your deliverance today from whatever sickness or ailment that is in your body. The Lord is still working on me, hallelujah. He is still healing me from the inside out. I just had maybe two or three napkins of mucus come out of me. It's a little graphic, but hey, this is what deliverance is all about. This is what being healed in real time by Jesus Christ is all about. Jesus does not heal next week, next year. He heals right now. He is healing you right now as you are listening to this message. He's healing you right now. 
whatever it is, hallelujah, that has been tormenting you. Are you praying? Have you been praying to God for a miracle? Are you praying to God that you are able to have a child this year? Well, the God that I serve is a God that still performs miracles, even in 2021, at the sound of my voice and with the power and authority invested in me by the Holy Spirit sent by Jesus Christ himself. Touch your abdomen. Touch your abdomen and believe that Jesus Christ can perform the miracle, hallelujah, of allowing your body to be with child at this very moment. See, this is the thing about when you're following Jesus Christ with your whole heart. There is no space for doubt. There is no space for, hmm, can Jesus Christ do this? Can, can he really heal me? Can he really allow me to be pregnant? Can I be with child? Can, can I be completely delivered? And you know what? The time that you spent asking all of those questions, if you believed Jesus Christ would have already healed you by now. The God that I serve is not a liar. The God that I serve is not a fake. Hallelujah. Believe in your healing. Receive your healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive it. Receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knock and the door shall open. Ask and you shall receive. This isn't from the secret. This is from the book of Matthews. Hallelujah. This is from the Holy Bible. This is from the living word. This is not some gimmick that you only come to serve God when you have a need. Serving the Lord is 24 seven. It is your lifestyle. It is who you are. Do you believe? Do you believe? And so, if you believe, receive your healing at this very moment in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Freely he gave and freely we receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
my counselor, my lawyer. <laughs> Jesus is my everything. <clears throat> I've been in some situations in my life where I would have to make a presentation and didn't know what to say. And the Holy Spirit told me what to say. And I would come out victorious. Not because I did anything. Of course, I prepared. I prepared for the presentation. I felt like I knew what I was going to say. But at the end of the day, you know what needed to happen? I needed to move myself out of the way to allow the Holy Spirit to take over. Amen? That's what I needed to do. And every single day, that's what I need to continue to do. Have you been getting in your own way? Have you been stumbling over situations that you yourself have created? <laughs> if that's you, you ought to get on your knees right now and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Say, Lord, I surrender. My life, I surrender. Every situation, every circumstance, I surrender every worry. And I want you to take captive my mind, my spirit, my soul, all that I am, my being. I want you to take over it all. I hand it over to you. Show me, Lord, what do I need to do in order to serve you? What do I need to do in order to serve your kingdom? How can I move myself out of the way? Father God, teach me to know you. Teach me hallelujah to, to understand you father god i'm requesting not man's wisdom but your wisdom and understanding father god show me the way show me the way don't be surprised you, you probably will be if this is your first time putting all of your faith in God. Not 50%, not 60, not 70, not 80, but all of your faith in God. With no doubt, with no question, complete faith. And you will see how God will move on your behalf. You will see how God will move in your family's life. You will see how God will move in your business. You will see how God will move in every aspect of your life because he is God. He created it all. The universe is his. Your business is his. Your family is his. You are his. Remember, your life is not your own. So instead of going to a makeshift God, 
a copycat God. Go to the original. Go to the original. The, hallelujah. The living God. Go to him. Those who are sick and heavy laden. Go to him. Hallelujah. He is the author of it all. He is the author of your book called Your Life. He is the author. And Jesus is the finisher. Amen. Amen. We ought to thank Jesus for being the finisher. Hallelujah. Because without the sacrifice of Jesus on that cross, we'd be finished. None of us would be sitting here right now. I hope you understand that. And I'm not just saying this to put fear in you. No, but that is the reality. When Jesus was sacrificed on that cross, my God, hallelujah. He completed the mission. The mission that Satan had set out to destroy. Jesus completed that mission on the cross. Do not limit yourself, man or woman or child. Do not limit yourself. The work was completed on the cross. Don't you understand? Don't you get it? Jesus finished the job. And all we have to do is believe that whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstance is, that Jesus will finish it for you. If you surrender it all to him. Do not think for one second that every time you step out of the door, <laughs> hallelujah, that God does not send his angels of divine protection. If you believe, if you believe, don't think for a second that God does not send reinforcements now. I believe. That every single time I walk out of the door, every single time my family and I take a road trip, we have reinforcements all around us all of the time. And God had proven that to me and he didn't, he didn't have to prove anything to me, but God showed me those reinforcements. He showed me the angels of divine protection that are constantly protecting me 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. <laughs> I thought I was mad. I, I said to myself, wait a minute. It is broad daylight outside. I'm just coming from work. This, is, this was my last day of the particular job that I was in. Hallelujah. And I remember everywhere that I went, 
This was in the middle of fasting and praying. For almost 40 days, I would see cars um, in gray, darkish gray, you could say a space gray color. And I would see the driver. I would see the driver sitting in the car and giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> Amen. The angel looked like an FBI agent. Straight up. He looked like an FBI agent. He had, you know, the, um, the earpiece in his ear. I think I remember him with shades on. And he gave me a thumbs up as he was sitting on the corner. Adjacent to where my job was. Hallelujah. And I said, no, this, 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 this can't be. But you know what? In God's kingdom, everything is possible. I wasn't sleeping. It wasn't a vision. In broad daylight, I'm driving into the parking lot of my previous job. And I saw what appeared to be an FBI agent in a vehicle. And you might say, well, probably it actually really was. No, if I would have called <clears throat> one of my coworkers to confirm whether there was a vehicle there or not, they would have told me they didn't see anything. So I knew I wasn't making this up. And I remember, hallelujah, going into my office, you know, that same morning, which was again, the last day of that, of that previous job, hallelujah. God will remove you from situations when it calls for a removal. So you really have to learn how to trust God, even in the middle of the persecution, you still have to praise him. You still have to worship him. You don't take a break from that because he never takes a break from protecting you and sending reinforcements to protect you 24 hours a day if you believe. So at the time, I remember uh, I had co-workers who were practicing Santeria who had sent a spirit of death into my direction. Hmm. And they thought that they could kill me somehow, but what they didn't know is that the God that I serve protects his children. Hallelujah. So I'm sitting in my office and I'm in my, I'm in the prayer group <clears throat> with the prayer warriors, with my spiritual father, who by that point was praying for me almost every day, praying for our family almost every day. Um, Apostle Abba. You can check him out <clears throat> uh, at Christ International Ministries. He's on Facebook. Check out my spiritual father, Apostle Abba. This man is not to be played with. He's he's even the reason that that I could have stepped into the next dimension, so to speak, in my walk with Christ. He helped me to increase my belief in prayer. He showed us, showed my family, showed me how to pray. Where did I know how to pray before I met Apostle Abba? So 
There's always something I like to say. The God of Apostle Abba is real. Amen. So I'm in the prayer group praying with the prayer warriors. Apostle Abba's there. My husband's in the prayer group too. This is by Zoom. And I'm at work, mind you. Because there's always prayer at 12 p.m. So instead of eating, because <clears throat> again, I was still fasting, I used my lunch break for prayer. So as believers in Christ, we should not be afraid to ask our employers to request that we use our lunchtime to pray. We shouldn't be afraid because the Muslims aren't afraid to do it. So why should we? Amen. So I remember after the prayer session, guess what? I'm looking outside of the window of my office and I see what appeared to be a short male. Um, <laughs> he kind of looked like a construction guy. And you know how I could tell that he was a demon? That Satan had sent, that those co-workers had, who were practicing Santeria. I knew it was them because they sent a spirit of death to monitor me. To monitor all of my whereabouts. To try to cause accidents on the road. But hallelujah, when God sends his re reinforcements. The demons can't touch you. They can't even touch a hair on your head. Amen. So I remember this guy, this short, stubby looking guy is digging a hole in the ground with a shovel. And looking at me at the same time that he's digging the hole into the ground. And so you know what I started to do? You probably would have freaked out by now. You would have said, you probably would have screamed. You probably would have ran out of there. But you know what I did? And again, it's not me. It's not my, it's not my doing, but it's by the doing of the Holy Spirit. I got up from my chair. Hallelujah. Because Apostle Abba taught me to pray. He taught me how to, as the Psalms say, war with my hands. And if I mixed up the, the chapters, excuse me, because I'm getting worked up now. Hallelujah. Hmm. Apostle Abba taught me how to war with my hands. And because my spiritual father taught me how to pray, instead of running out of that office, I got up and ran around. <clears throat> well, not ran, excuse me. I started to walk around my desk <clears throat> because it was in a conference room. So there was a conference table in the middle. And I started to just get up and walk around and pray. I mean, violent prayers. I, I, I'm talking prayers that sent the demon back to where he came from, which is back to the pit of hell, to be judged at the feet of Jesus Christ before his time. This is, maybe you don't get it. <clears throat> the world in which that we live in is not just a physical world, it is also a spiritual world. During this time of fasting and praying, God had revealed to me my, who my enemies were and what they were trying to accomplish. And so because I was able to see this revelation, I was able to fight back 
and be victorious because I'm still alive. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. God allowed me to see what was happening around me. Who sent that spirit of death to monitor me? Hallelujah. And looking back on it now, my God, I had no fear because the Holy Spirit took over. The Holy Spirit took over. It was not by my doing, but it was through the Holy Spirit that I could operate with, with, with belief, with confidence in the Lord, knowing that God fights our battles for us if we allow him to. But at the same time, we also have to be equipped to war with our hands, to war in the spirit realm, and to not be afraid when we see a demon standing in front of us with a shovel in their hand trying to dig your grave. And you know why there was no fear? Because Jesus finished that job on the cross when he was sacrificed, when his blood was shed. He finished the job on the cross. So I didn't have to have fear. He finished that job for me, for you, for all of us who would believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. This is not a game, folks. This is not a game. This is not a game. Hallelujah. So, I'm sharing part of this, my testimony, hallelujah. <clears throat> and I'm not even done yet, there's more. <laughs> Every single day, God is showing me part of my testimony that I should share <clears throat> with his sheep, those who are willing to listen. You know, I'm not a professional public speaker, um, that's not my goal here. <clears throat> my goal is not to give you some finished product because Jesus finished it already. Amen. But my goal is to be obedient to the Lord and to follow his instructions. So if God tells me to share, well, guess what? Guess what's going to happen? I'm going to share. I'm going to share uh, parts of my testimony every single time he reveals a part of my testimony to be shared. Amen. So that same day. After I warred with my hands. Amen. After I continued to pray. And, and I mean violently. Against that spirit of death. That was sent into my direction. <clears throat> to try to intimidate me. It did not succeed. So. Got back into my car again with the breastplate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! With that breastplate covering me. With the shield of the Holy Spirit. 
<clears throat> and with the reinforcements that God had sent for me, his angels of divine protection, and I started to drive back home. And once again, I saw that same car, you know, with, with the angel appearing to me as if he was an FBI agent, giving me a thumbs up in the car. The car was kind of tinted. So I couldn't really see his face too well. And I looked, gave me a thumbs up. And as soon as I pulled out into, you know, the, the line of traffic, I noticed that that same vehicle was following me. And by, by this time, <laughs> I was a little bit pa paranoid, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, I just saw this demon, you know, shoveling the ground, trying to intimidate me, <clears throat> you know, trying to you know, show me that, you know, that my, my death could be a reality. Well, shame on that demon. Cause it didn't happen. Amen. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. He finished the job on the cross. So I didn't have to fear seeing that demon shovel in the ground. Amen. Jesus can equip you for any battle. Don't go out there looking for them. But if the battle comes to your door, you have to be equipped. You have to be in a, a position to know how to pray, to know how to war through prayer. And that's why every day I thank my spiritual father, Apostle Abba, for showing me how to pray, showing my husband how to pray, showing my family how to pray. May God bless him even more. So now I'm on the highway. I'm noticing that the angel in the space gray car is still following me. And I said, now, maybe I'm making this up. Maybe I'm seeing things. No, I wasn't seeing things. This was broad daylight. I'm on the highway on my way home. And the angel of the Lord of divine protection is following me, ensuring that I would make it home safe. Now I get in the, you know, get off of the exit. And I notice that um, as soon as that happened, the angel of the Lord, um, <clears throat> I guess, stopped following me at that point and just kept going because, I, you know, I was safely off of the highway. So I arrive home and I see these, these two FBI agents what appeared to be two FBI agents, but were angels of the Lord, sort of creeping out of um, a house that was about maybe three or four houses down from my home. And they gave me a thumbs up. Both of them gave me a thumbs up. And then they just kind of disappeared off, off to the side of the, the, the house. Um, and I had already come home, put my things down. Um, I had went to, you know, put something in the trash. And as I peered over, that's when I saw the two angels of the Lord. Securing the area. Making sure, <laughs> making sure that that spirit of death that was sent to monitor me, that was sent to try to kill me. Amen. But it didn't did not touch a hair on my head. Folks, folks, 
whatever whatever your thoughts are on this, you're going to have to take that up with the Lord and hope and hope to God that you know that he's always protecting you if you ask him for it. Don't take my word for it. You, you're going to have to experience it yourself. But God is so powerful that in broad daylight, he would reveal to me that he sent angels of divine protection to protect me from that spirit of death. He revealed that to me. And for a reason. And through the night, God would still allow me to see these angels of divine protection protecting me even at night i would go to my window and you know peer out of the window and then i would see a vehicle sitting in front of my home couldn't really see who was in it but i would see that the angel of the lord that was sitting in that vehicle flashed me he flashed me, you know, with the vehicle's lights, with the headlights. Again, giving me another signal that everything is okay. We've got this. The area is secured. I'm going to let you think about that for a moment. Hmm. God is good. God is good all of the time. He's good. He's good. So, as you could imagine, every single day during that experience of, of fasting and praying was, <clears throat> it was a journey. Every single day, God would reveal something new. And when you're following Jesus Christ with all of your heart, there should never be a dull moment. There should never, ever be a dull moment because every day is a journey. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. Mm. I believe uh, I've reached the conclusion of part of this part of this testimony it's a series <laughs> oh man because god just his goodness and his mercy endureth forever his, his protection over his children is unmatched and the beauty of it is you didn't you didn't have to pay for it jesus jesus paid for everything he died on the cross so that you didn't have to to pay anything amen the the reinforcement that god sends for his sheep hallelujah for his children is unmatched so when someone asked me do i believe that you know, we're protected by angels. Yeah, we're protected by God's angels. They work for him. He sends them to serve us. 
So when you pray, ask God to send angels of divine protection to take charge over your life. To take, to take charge over your comings in and your goings out in the mighty name of Jesus. To, to take charge over your family, over your business, over every single area of your life. Over your husband, your wife, your children, your family members, parents, cousins, whomever it is. Ask the Lord to send angels of divine protection to take charge. We are in such a position that we have the, the free will to choose to follow the Lord. We have the free will to choose not to follow the Lord. But wouldn't it be better, since you have the freedom, since God gave that freedom to you, to choose to follow Him? And with all of your heart? With all of your heart? Wouldn't that be a better choice than continuing to live in sin? Continuing to live in bondage? Isn't that a better choice? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That's true freedom. I don't want to live in bondage. And I know you don't either. The best way out is the way that points to Jesus. Amen. So as I leave you, As I leave you, <clears throat> on this particular testimony, I want to leave a verse with you. And this is the verse that <clears throat> I live by. All of the, Bob, the Bible is, is just is vast filled with knowledge filled with everything that you need to live everything that you need to be victorious is in the bible so i'll leave you with this psalm 23 5 and i say i live by this verse because that's this is the verse that i read every single morning going into work knowing full well that I was being monitored by that spirit of death but God is victorious amen thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over amen and so surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever. Amen. And amen. God bless you. May the peace of the Lord rest with you. In the mighty name of Jesus.